0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessie May Peluso. I'm really excited today. I'm excited because I just got my word of the day on my app. Uh, I'm a nerd and I do a word of the day, which sometimes I use, sometimes I don't. Let's see what the word is today. This is where you could just make yourself appear smarter. I use I, I use vocabulary. My My mother always loved vocabulary. Delineate to clearly describe or portray something. Computer programs, which can delineate faces, are very helpful to law enforcement agencies. That's a weird sentence to use to describe the word. You know, they could have used any other sentence, but they're basically warning your ass. Like, yeah, you think you're going to get away, Gerald? Well, we've got your fucking photo in the computer and we're going to find you. We're going to find you because you you stole the honey-baked ham from the grocery store because the quarantine made you lose your job and you're just trying to feed your family. Well, we're trying to make sure that the computer delineates that fucking face, okay? It's a weird way to to <laughs> show the meaning of a word. How's everybody doing? Thanks for listening. Make sure if you want to watch the podcast, you go over to youtube.com forward slash Jessie May Peluso to watch the pod. And we're also adding videos to Patreon every week now. So sign up for the Patreon if you want to get extras. That's going to be patreon.com forward slash Jessie Mae So you can watch extra podcast episodes and other various things that we're going to be putting on that platform as well. What else do we have coming up? We have a spring tour coming up. Carly Aquilino and I are going on our girl pod tour. That's right. I've got 45 other podcasts. If you don't know that, I have a podcast with Carly Aquilino. It's all things female, but if you're a man, you might want to listen because you can learn a lot and if you're a woman, you should listen because you will relate to all the mistakes we've made because we've made the same mistakes as you, and we're just letting you know what we learned from them. Girl Pod G-Y-R-L, and we're going on tour. We're going to be all over the freaking place. We're bouncing around. We're going to be in Atlanta. We're going to be Atlanta, Georgia, Nashville, Tennessee, Brooklyn, New York, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, we're going to be up in fucking Montana, I'm going to find me a cowboy, we're going to be in Chicago, Austin, so many different places, go to jessimay.com forward slash tour, and you can find all of the dates available there, and I'm going to have a fall tour coming out as well, and possibly a summer tour, so that's the whole freaking year, that you have an opportunity to find me in your town. And also, Girl is a Patreon-exclusive podcast. So if you're like, I can't find it on Apple, that's why. It's Patreon-exclusive. It is just for super-exclusive fans, as well as my new pod, relatively new pod, The Deuce with my other homeboy. Carly is one of my homeboys. (laughs) My other homeboy, Mike Tully, he is my co-host of The Deuce. And that's really just a nerdum a nerd kingdom, if you will. So that's also Patreon exclusive, patreon.com forward slash the deuce podcast. Both of those are for extreme fans and you get extras every week. Thank you for everybody who supports those podcasts and this one. And speaking of support, this week, this episode is supported by a jewelry company, a really, really cool jewelry company, Ana Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. Really perfectly timed because guys and ladies, Valentine's Day is around the corner. What you gonna get? I always said that I'm not a big Valentine's Day person, but if you're gonna buy me something, then then I'll be into Valentine's Day. And I highly suggest this company, not just because the jewelry's so dope, it really fits my style because I like to layer. You guys, if you know me, you know I don't leave the house with less than seventeen necklaces. I don't know. <laughs> I love to layer. I've always been that way. I first started with this little necklace that I have. It's got a uh, like a little key on it, and I got it from this jewelry in jewel jeweler. It's a hard word to say. It's like brewery jeweler. <laughs> I got it from this jeweler in. New York. And I remember seeing it in the window and it's a real, real diamonds. And it, for me, it was such a big purchase. It was like $250 at the time. And I remember it being a big deal for me. So I never take it off. And then I just started layering necklaces to go with it. And I'll interchange a couple. Like, I have a really cool old school Figaro Italian gold link that my dad got me when I was like 18. And now my rule is I don't wear jewelry unless it fits in with my layering style. And Ana Luisa is perfect for that. It's perfect for Valentine's Day, it's perfect for layering. And it's also a sustainably manufactured company, which is so dope. You know, it makes you feel like you're giving back. It makes you feel like you're a part of being on the right side of history as far as us being these people who make and wear things and not considering what it does to the carbon footprint in the ecosystem. So I'm all here. I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I'm here for the fact that they're sustainable, for the fact that you can layer and make it really cute. And I even like the names of some of the necklaces. There's one called the Rosa which has got a cool little celestial situation. There's one called Forget Me Not, which if you know me is a really special name because of um, what I'm working on, a little side project. If you know, you know. There's so many different options and they've got they got rings, they got bracelets. They have so many things for like every type of person, your mom, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your, your dog. Well, I don't know if it'll fit around your dog, but you know, you could buy it for your dog and then you just wear it. But I'm really excited that they are a part of the podcast this week. It's affordable, quality, long-lasting options, and it really makes me feel special to be just drip-dropping like a lollipop with all of their amazing styles. So make sure you guys to check it out. Anna Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com forward slash sharp. And you guys can get up to 40% off, buy one, get one 40% off. That's a good deal. You just go for Valentine's Day, get something for your honey, and get something for you. Trip drop lollipop, baby. You guys will love it. I know you're going to love it. And send me pics, whatever you choose. I want to see how you layer your neck. Is that weird? (laughs) The jewelry is so fairly priced. You guys can find all sorts of styles starting at $39. Check it out. Analuisa.com forward slash sharp. That's Analuisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com forward slash S-H-R-P. Thank you guys so much. This episode is a fun one. It is another Dr. P. We're going to get into grief survival guide episodes coming up in the coming weeks as well as just some regular OG me talking into the microphone spitting from the top of my head like you guys request so often but this week we are going into another Dr. Peluso episode with all of your questions that you guys have requested and if you are wondering where you can send those questions in you can email them jessiemapelusocomedy at gmail.com and you can also go to my Instagram page every Sunday through Monday where I post the box for you to put in your questions And this week we're gonna be listening to some of those answers. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode with Dr. Peluso. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May. Peluso. It's a personal. comedy how hard it is to make it in this biz i'm a fucking professional each week it's something different sometimes i have a guest host sometimes it's gonna be a movie companion episode sometimes i just ramble about the bullshit i dealt with the week before you never know what you're gonna get it's raw uncut and funny it's me Ooh, dr p is in the house everybody how we feeling got my light set up i've got a really sweet filter on so you can't see too much of the background. I washed my hair. We are literally cleaned up for you this episode. How is everybody doing? The doctor's in the house. I got my peppermint tea because I've already had a couple edibles today, so I'm ready to help give the best advice from the best place and state of mind that I can. My sister's guest room in the state of gratitude. My dogs are on the bed. I'm starting to get packed up because I am going to be traversing. Is that the word? I believe it is, traversing. Let me take a sip of this tea. Hold up. Shout out to all my ADD babies. <clears throat> Ooh, that's so delicious. That is just wonderful. A little bit of peppermint tea goes really, really well. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, wow, what a week. How is everybody feeling? What's new or old in your life? What are you doing to make your life better? Are you um, feeling like you've got something to look forward to? You know, that's something that we don't put enough value on is looking forward to something. You know, are we so caught up in the problems that we need to solve? We forget to, like, put some things to look forward to. Like, for me, it's probably going to be coming Brad Pitt's wife. It's going to be magnificent. I so look forward to that. I look forward to becoming Dave Bautista's wife. These are things I look forward to because I know that I will improve their life tenfold. You know, you have to know what you're worth so that you can give it without any expectation other than a set of keys to the house and the Ferrari. Is that so bad? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I was thinking about doing a grief survival guide episode because it's been a hot minute. You know, I vacillate between doing these Dr. P episodes and then a couple guests here and there and then just regular solo ones I know you guys like. And it's been a minute since I've done the grief survival guide episode because I know the type of episode I want to do and it's a little bit of an undertaking. So I want to make sure that I tackle it properly. So anybody out there who's like, I need some more grief help, it's coming. It is coming to you. I wanted to make sure that I give you my full sort of recap on the year after I had lost my mother and what I've learned, and I'm still learning what I've learned. It takes some time. Isn't that interesting how you can go through and accumulate experience and if you're not open to receiving it and if you're not open to processing it, you don't even know what you're trying to process because you're still processing it. So I think that's what I have been going through and because i really value those episodes because i i read the messages you guys send me and realize how much they help you i want to take my time on this next one but in the meantime while you're waiting for it you still can email me where do you think we go when we die it's a little dark but i want to know what you think email me at jesse at gmail.com tell me what you think your answer is and if you're watching this video on youtube you can put what your suggestion is suggestion in the comments below and let me know where do you think we go when we die what do you think happens? There's only a few scenarios, or there's limitless scenarios. Those are the two, those are the two <laughs> probable answers. So I'm I'm curious as to what you think happens to us after we die. Jessie May Peluso comedy at gmail.com. Please and thank you. And make sure you click like and subscribe. Thank you very much. I am excited because we've got some new equipment. I'm going to be upgrading my studio when I get back to LA. Upgrades, upgrades, upgrades all the time. So if you guys have any comments or suggestions, shove them up your ass. (laughs) Email me, Comedy at gmail.com. And right now we're going to answer some questions. I'm sure a bunch of you are like, where the fuck can I submit my questions for Dr. Peluso? Well, you can email them to that previous email that we just mentioned. Or you can hop on my Instagram stories between Sunday and Mondays. We used to do it Monday to Tuesday, but now I realize a lot of you, most of you are on your phone more often on Sundays. So we get a lot more interesting questions when I post it. So it will be on my IG story from Sunday to Monday, which will be, well, this comes out on Tuesday. Let's not confuse us because I'm not going to sit here and act like I know what fucking day it is. I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's Tuesday. I there hasn't been a day that i've known what it was throughout the entire quarantine i don't know about you guys but i also was convinced i had dementia every other fucking day and i think we all did suffer from a little bit of like covid pandemic induced dementia for sure because one of the things that definitely slows your brain and creates brain frog (laughs) Brain frog. <laughs> brain Frog will not be at Coachella this year. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. One of the things that causes brain fog is when you choke on a frog. No, is is the lack of movement, a sedentary life and shit if we haven't had that for the past couple years. All we've been doing is nothing. All we've been doing is comparing the nothingness that we've all experienced for the past two fucking years. So, yeah, girl, work on that brain frog. That's so funny. And my entire house, my sister's house, has been riddled with whatever is going on out in the world. And I'm and I mean literally everything that is being spread is in this house. I brought something home that ripped through the house and then you know kids are constantly sick and, and my niece and nephew are dripping like faucets for a majority of their life from the time that they're little to you know whenever you you start to tighten that faucet up when you become an adult but they're dripping all the time so they're always sick. Then my sister gets fucking covid. And we treated her like a zombie. We literally locked her in her bedroom. Locked her up. I was like, girl, you're not coming out. There's no key. We are we are we're shutting it down. We're locking it up. And that's that. We have no not none of us want to see you whatsoever. And please don't talk to your children. But then that's hard. If you're a mom and you get fucking COVID, guess what? The house is getting COVID. Fucking something's leaking on me right now. Speaking of COVID. If if the mom gets COVID, the house is getting COVID. But guess what? I don't mean, to, I'm not trying to jinx anyone. No one else got COVID. And I'm over here like, huh? That's why it's like science is amazing because of how consistent it is. But it's also equally as chaotic. Sometimes it just doesn't make fucking sense. Even science is just like, well, I don't know so it baffles me that even you know my brother-in-law who's a little bit older of a, of a fella has lived a life and isn't not necessarily the healthiest person not unhealthy but he would even probably say and agree with that he's right there with her nothing no covid my, my sister's kids who are literally licking their mother nothing me i i stayed away i was like gross <laughs> I was just spraying, I was spraying Lysol. Should this take get away? I was spraying Lysol. Could we just put Lysol inside? I'm a, I can't do impressions. That was my terrible Trump. I'll leave it to everybody else who does impressions. I just was spritzing that bitch. She got COVID. I really, I quarantined like I had COVID. Cause I wasn't, I, I've already been sick since September. Do you understand Literally, since the first weekend I went out and it never was COVID, I'm that's you guys are probably like, What is a sweater she's wearing? I'm not in my doctor jacket, I'm in a vintage SU cardigan from my boys at the Scholar and Champs in Syracuse vintage shop downtown. Um, it, but it looked like it looked a very, I don't know, professional, so it made me look kind of like a doctor. That's why I have it on and I've got my fake ass stethoscope. You guys know, continuity trying to trying to bring you the realness here um I never had COVID I just was always sick since September sit, 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 sit. and I, I feel like I should I live a life that you would think I would have had COVID four times by now because of all the traveling I do And you know I'm communicating with you guys at shows and I did a whole fall tour I was in so many different cities in a couple countries I think maybe just one I think it was Canada but it sounds more exciting when you say a couple. I came close to Mexico, so we'll count that as two. But to evade it all, I wasn't about to go down for my sister in the fucking ninth inning stretch. Is that what they call it? The 11th hour. All the cliches that mean at the fucking final hour of, of life. I wasn't about to go down because Emily Jane Peluso could it not go out for a few nights when COVID was at its highest. No, no, no. she got to go out. she got to fucking... She's got a social calendar to upkeep. (laughs) This bitch is acting like she's fucking 20 years old again. And I get it because she's been stuck inside with her kids for two years. I'd be out there licking bus stop poles too. You know, we can only handle so much as, as individuals. We all have boiling points and we all have parts when the, when the glass cracks and, and we just can't, we have to let out, we have to let off the steam. All of us do. That's neither here nor there that's just me letting you guys know that i yes i i i did quarantine away from everybody so i wouldn't get sick is that selfish yeah but i have to be selfish i'm all i got until brad and bautista give me their their door codes so this is where we're at and this is dr p Paluso. dr p Paluso. well uh, technically it is dr peluso a Dr. Peluso episode, so we're going to be answering some questions. Again, if you want to submit your questions, you can email them to me at jessimaypelusocomedy at gmail.com. And you can also submit them right on my Instagram story. I do answer some of them live on my Instagram story. And then I save a few for the podcast. And this is what you're listening to now. Tone Hero asks, will LA ever be the same? The same according to what? By the very nature of existence, nothing is the same. We are constantly fluctuating and evolving day by day, by day, by day. (laughs) These are the words we pray to love thee more dearly. No, LA will never be the same. And it shouldn't be. I don't want things to be the same. That's fucking boring. Except for the quality of my food, because I'm such a foodie. Other than that, I don't mind when things change. I love to adapt. It's just who I am as a person. And I don't know what you're referencing or referring to specifically. I'm assuming maybe the comedy scene, but no, it's all changing. Of course, after this year, it is and was unprecedented. It's a word that Leo Flowers and I decided we were all annoyed by. It is unprecedented times and it's not sustainable. That was the other word we got sick of. But L.A. Is, is, isn't a sustainable society. And so it had to evolve because of the type of couple of years we've had when something isn't sustainable un- unprecedented times create unsustainability and shit changes that's the that's the science of societal evolution i think oh let's see what else we got Nobody, what's wrong oh sorry nobody that's is that a name or are you saying what you feel like you don't have how wrong is it to really sleep with a person that's in a loveless three year sexual dry spell marriage? Wow. Um, I feel like do we have this question before or we had a variation of this question. This is a this is a loaded question. So first of all, you want to know if you're a fucking asshole for sleeping somebody who married, But you're trying to justify it by saying that the marriage is loveless and basically they're going through a sexual dry spell. So that's what you're telling yourself to convince yourself to feel validated in your choice to be with somebody who's married. Just so we're clear, no matter what this person told you, because if this person told you that, or even if this is information that you know, you're still using it to validate the choice that both of you are making to sleep with each other while someone in this equation is married And two things are going on. One, there's a lot of shit that's not being communicated for someone to be in a relationship to feel like they need to go outside of the relationship instead of just ending it or finding a way to resolve what's going on to cause the separation and the breakdown in communication that's going on or two this person is so damaged that they think this is how a relationship should be and they don't give a fuck and they're really selfish and they're doing whatever the fuck they want to do either way in any way so i don't know i don't I don't really believe in wrong and right. I believe in decisions and consequences and consequences can be good or bad. You know, I don't think, I don't think the world is black and white. Some things are, but for the most part, everything's gray and the gray areas where you grow. Cause the gray areas where the changes, the gray areas where the challenges, and this sounds like a very challenging situation, but it also sounds like there's a couple really selfish people going Into a scenario and not coming out of a scenario to, to you know, satisfy whatever they want. You know, it sounds ironically, as chaotic as this sounds, this relationship you're in with this person who's also married. You guys are all probably doing it because you feel like you don't deserve anything better. And I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But you guys, you come to me with these questions because you know I've been through some shit, and I also come from a broken home, and I come from a place where my mother and father. also not faithful to one another. So um, this is something that is very close to home. And even though I don't believe in wrong or right, you guys are making a choice. So the real question is, what is your consequence going to be of embarking in this love triangle? Well, you've seen the soap operas. Someone's going to (laughs) die. Emotionally, hopefully not really then you're going to end up on a couple of my friend's podcasts. I don't want you to end up on small town murder with Jimmy. I really, I I don't want that to happen. Please don't let that happen. How wrong is it to really sleep with a person that's in a loveless three year sexually dry spelled marriage? Well, first of all, the grammar in that sentence is wrong, but I'll say that I'm not going to say scenario scenarios wrong. I'm just going to tell you that you've got to really consider what your consequences are going to be. Do you think This person's going to love you and be with you forever. Very rarely does that happen. Very rarely does that happen. And where you're going to trust them completely forever. This sort of, it's almost like, you know, the saying like work begets work. Well, distrust and dishonesty begets distrust and dishonesty. So the real question you got to ask yourself is, do you want to continue or embark on a relationship where the foundation isn't truthful? That sounds exhausting. And you, and furthermore, you should ask yourself, why are you getting involved in this fucking chaos? You must have grown up around it and you you equate this to love. This is your idea of a healthy relationship. Somebody who can't even communicate enough with the one that they've been with three, for three years and you think that you're going to be different for them. And I've been on all sides of this except for the married part. Thank you. I've never been married, nor have I ever had a child. I've been on all sides of this. So I, I'm going to tell you the only way it really ends well is, is when you're being truthful to yourself about what you want out of this scenario. That's the only way it's going to end well. And I'm going I'm to bet that you don't even know what you want because most people who know what they want don't get caught up in shit like this unless that's what they've learned love is or they don't themselves believe they're worthy of anything better than something chaotic and toxic. But I hope the sex is fun. SoCal, Oh, SC local, locals only. Um, uh, when I close my eyes, I can't see anything. It causes anxiety. What can I do? Open your fucking eyes, bro. Open your eyes and look around or you should go float. You should try a float session. Cause it sounds like you just have some anxieties with being and being still, which is such a really cool skill to learn how to master, how to be still with your own thoughts. Cause most people, you know, other than like stage fright and a fear of spiders, their other biggest fears themselves and being alone with their own thoughts. A lot of people can't handle that. And first, it depends on your thought process. What kind of thought process you have? If you're even conscious of how you think and why you think what you think, and if you even realize the relation between what you think and what you do and who you hang out with, because once you start to make those correlations, you really start to understand yourself. And for me, I love being alone with my thoughts. It's one of my favorite things. It's not one of my favorite things to do, but it's something that I'm not afraid of. It's something that when I really allow myself to be in that space, I think of amazing things. It's almost like shower thoughts when you allow your brain to just kind of stroll through the fields of, your, of its own territory. It's like allowing your mind to wander in your mind. And in essentially known as boredom. I think that's an important thing that we've sort of lost the ability to navigate. And in those moments of quote unquote boredom, aka shower thoughts or being still with yourself, you really manufacture these amazing ideas that for some reason, I think because you're present, are connected to your true source and your real essence as far as who you are as a person, not the image you put out but who you are as an individual. And once you start to journal these thoughts, this is essentially like a meditative process we're talking about here. Once you start to journal these thoughts that you conjure up in these sort of meditative states, you can see your pattern of behavior. You can see how you think at your purest moment. You can see how you think without any influence, without any distraction, without you know any sort of external distraction. If you can really get yourself into a meditative state, and and use an app. I, I like the Insight Timer app. I use it every day. Excuse me. Just now I'm starting to get COVID symptoms. No, I, <laughs> I always get a little bit of an allergy every time I drink something. As I drink more. Um, I, I if you can get yourself into these states and really start to journal and you start to realize the pattern of of what you're thinking, you understand why you're thinking it. And you can use the Insight Timer app to sort of help you meditate. You can do a float tank. A float tank is amazing. I know it sounds scary, but nothing's going to happen to you. You know, it's just the idea of fear that we're afraid of more than anything. Nothing's going to happen to you in the fucking float tank unless you're near Freddy Krueger because then you know his head's going to show up between your legs and then you're going to die in your sleep and no one's going to know because you're in the fucking float tank. But other than that, it's totally safe. But any, any place where you can get to that space I know some runners that can do that. I know, um, you know, even just when you're driving people going for a walk, any, any, any thing that you do that can sort of get you into a meditative space is where you really can start to have these beautiful moments where you think of things that maybe solved a problem you totally forgot about. And and out of the blue, there's a solution arises. And I do find being out in nature can help as well. So, Sounds like you got some anxiety to deal with. It's okay. We all have anxiety and I hope you can incorporate some way to sort of sit with your thoughts and not be so scared unless you're thinking some scary things and then it doesn't matter where you go, bro, but it's a muscle. So work it and I hope it works out for you. Candice Iru <laughs> We should just cut a clip of me trying to say these names unrelated, but I think the research on Alzheimer's is so interesting. Share it. Yeah. If you're um, interested in Alzheimer's information or tips, I call them Alts Tips, hashtag Alts Tips, hashtag A-L-Z-T-I-P-Z. You can click on that on my Instagram page and it'll take you to all of my story highlights that have in them the experiences I had with my dad when he had Alzheimer's and just showing you exactly what I'm going through and what I'm feeling and what I learned And there's a lot of information and resources to different foundations and different um, charity groups that have been created in order to help raise awareness and do things with memory care facility workers and families of people who have to take care of their loved ones that have Alzheimer's. So if you need that help, go to my Instagram page. You can click on the Alts Tips highlight and there's tons of stories there for you to Feast your eyes on and get some information from, and uh, and I also have some episodes on my podcast where I reveal a lot of Alzheimer's information. There's an episode with Dr. Daniel Amen and any of the doctors that I've had on where I've always gone into Alzheimer's stuff because I'm passionate about it and I want to share information as I get it. But the other thing that really helped as well is like listening to other people's podcasts. There's so many out there and there's so many amazing neurological podcasts for nerds to learn. Uh, about the brain and to help you deal with, you know, calming your fears about the disease. If somebody, you know, who you're related to has it, and you're worried about the um or familial genetic um, probability that you'll get it. But one thing I learned, I actually was listening to Sh- Sanjay Gupta, Carly's husband, and he was talking about, actually, I think he was talking with Tony Robbins and Tony just kind of asked him, what are the you know, three things people can do to, keep their brain healthy. And these were the three things that Sanjay recommended. One was sleep. Sleep is so vital. Sleep is everything. Your brain's glymphatic system cleans itself out at night. Night is when your body and your brain does a lot of street cleaning. So sleep is so vital. And a lot of your systems are reset. We know this now we're, and we're learning it, how, the importance of sleep. You know, I'll sleep when I die and, oh, you know, no rest for the weary. And you got to go, go, go. Yeah, I get that. I get that but you also need to fucking rest 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 and there's a lot of people out there who have made amazing strides with a lack of sleep i would really love to see what their brain looks like that's all i'm saying i think dave goggins is amazing david goggins and he might be one of the only people who probably has an amazing brain but i still would like to see it and i want to know i want to see that guy's sleep app how many hours a night is he sleeping So sleep is major. The other thing Sanjay Gupta recommended was going for a walk with a friend and having a conversation. Now that sounds so silly, doesn't it? Going for a walk with your friend and having a conversation. Yeah, because community and connection are a huge aspect of of brain health. It's something that keeps your brain sharp when you're able to communicate with somebody and have conversations because so much is going on when you have a conversation. You're making references that are new. You're thinking about memories. You're um, mapping and geotagging and asking questions. Like There's so many uh, chambers of your brain that are activated when you're having a conversation. Not just like me when I'm having a conversation by myself with you guys. (laughs) But when you have an actual conversation with a friend, it is one of the healthiest things you can do with your brain. I know a lot of us are separated now. So make a phone call, do FaceTime. I do a little FaceTime and wine. My girl Rose Hardy from the Tattoo Redo show, her and I do that. And, um, a couple other of my friends, it's just a way to connect and stay connected. So that's, that's number two. And number three was using your non-dominant hand. Now I've been doing this for a while just because I know it's a mnemonic device for your brain. Using your non-dominant hand, which for me is my left hand, just doing your basic things, brushing your teeth, grabbing food. You know, it's so funny when you start to do it with your non-dominant hand and you feel like you're just survived a car crash. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Why can't I use my limb? It's really kind of frustrating. And then you start to develop the the movements and the muscle memory, and you realize, oh, I just taught my left hand how to be more dexterous." So it's kind of it feels good to be able to track that. So sleep, community, and your non-dominant hand are three ways you can start to incorporate if you're worried about Alzheimer's or if you want to keep your brain healthy. Um, okay, let's do a couple more questions here. Rav02182, if you've never been in a committed relationship but want to try to settle down at nearly 40, where do you begin? Damn. Nothing like jumping in the lake, huh, Rav. Why have you never been in a committed relationship at 40? I'm not judging you, but I'm judging you. I want to know why. I have more questions. I need to know more details. Um, But where do you begin? You just begin. Start dating. You know, but I'm more curious as to why you haven't done that. Because something tells me either you're scared or somebody really hurt you. And so you're still scared. And you've probably had a bad example of a relationship. Or I could be completely wrong. Maybe you haven't found the one. I would love when people say they haven't found the one. Look, I'm not a fucking life coach. I am not a matchmaker. I'm not a doctor. I am just a girl who's lived a life and I like to share it. But anyone who goes, I'm waiting for the one motherfucker, you're never going to find them because you think the one exists outside of you. You are the one. And until you make yourself your own true love, you are not going to be able to love somebody else. You're going to have so many problems. And that's not to say that problems won't exist in a regular relationship. They do and they will. That's just a part of life. Problems are amazing. That's where all the gifts are in life, the challenges. But if you don't learn to love yourself, and if you don't learn that you are, in fact, yourself the one, then you're always going to be looking for that outside of yourself constantly in life. And you're never going to be satisfied because you're going to think that the 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 way to get it is to try and get it outside of you. And that's not it. You're going to be searching forever. It's you. You are your first true love. And and when you realize that is when you really let go of the reins to need to hang on to other people and to the notion of, you know, my one soulmate. I'm sure there's some people out there that that's really worked for. And congratulations. I, I honestly am so happy for you. But for the most part, that's, that's not going to lead you to a healthy relationship. And that's just my opinion because of what I've experienced and what I've been through and what I know about myself. So fall in love with yourself first, sir, before you go and take your never-before-been-committed ass into a relationship and, and get some therapy. We all, we, You know what the problem is with therapy? We go to it when we've already got a problem. Go to it now. Why wait for yourself to be so fucked up that you need help. Go now. We're all fucked up. Start now. There's never going to be a point where you're, you know, you're, you're not going to be fucked up enough for someone to help you. We all need help. So I suggest you get a little bit of therapy, uncover why you've never been in a relationship and get out there and date and and really know what you want, but you're not going to be able to know what you want until you accept yourself as your, as your true soulmate. And then you can ask yourself, well, what do I want? What am I looking for? What, what kind of life do I want to live? That's what we should be asking ourselves before we go, oh, what kind of guy or what kind of girl do I want to be with? What kind of life do you want to live? Because the guy or girl is going to be insignificant and obsolete if you don't know where the fuck you want to go, you know? So you've got a lot of unpacking and, and journaling to do as well, Rav. <laughs> Eric? Hey, Baron. When will Dr. P be back on the Burt cast? Oh, I miss birdie birdie bird. I see him with his belly out. He just did a little sexy video of him washing himself on the beach, like a fucking beached whale. I love that son of a bitch. Uh, I'll have to hit him up. Yeah, he's doing well. I'm so happy for him. Um, J M Griffin four, five, six. Why won't my girlfriend flick her bean in front of me? I want it. <laughs> I love that. You said flick the bean, sir. I feel like you've known me for years because I've been saying that and it's it's weird to say, but it's like, you know, our little cute little chickpea, you know, our little our cooch is like a little chickpea there. That's cute. Well, have you expressed this to your girlfriend? Does your girlfriend know that you want to watch her? Or are you assuming that she knows that because in your mind you like it and you just assume that your partner knows what you want and maybe you don't have really good communication skills and you're afraid to tell her or maybe you thought you implied it and you felt like she should have understood it. Just tell her, ask her, tell her that that would turn you on. And and she might have some shame issues. She might have some insecurity. She may not know you like that, first of all. And I think it's a totally normal thing. It's totally hot. I'm, I'm into it too. I, I, I dig it. So I think you should ask her and, and know that she might have some shame around it. She might be a little insecure. She might be shy. You know, there's a lot of women and thankfully we're coming out of this, era of us feeling shameful and gross about our own bodies but there still are a lot of women out there who don't feel comfortable they don't think they're beautiful they haven't learned to be comfortable with their body and their sexuality so she might just take a little warming up women take some warming up sir warm us up warm her up be kind to her think about her consider her you know but she also has to do all this stuff for herself and if she hasn't learned to do this stuff for herself it's kind of hard for you to be the guy to do it for her I'm only telling you how you can support her in her journey to feeling comfortable with who she is. So I would just approach it very tenderly and consider of the fact that she, maybe she has some shame and might be a little insecure about it. And if not, if she's a freak, then, you know, just let her know, write it, make a cute little note, and put it at breakfast. Say, Hey, here's your, ba- here's your bagel, your egg and cheese bagel. I would like to see you flick your bean for lunch. Love you, your husband. Let me know how it goes um let's see what else we got here um sully 3152 i fucking love you and the chicken riggies are good from i like that place i'm from jamesville oh yeah there's you know i you guys know i love to support my hometown in syracuse new york jamesville new york there's this restaurant called brian's landing shout out to jacqueline and the staff there i love it um i'm having some issues with my headphones sorry if i'm fidgeting on the on the video uh the place is delicious brian's landing heritage hill uh, you guys know I love original grain, um, dinosaur barbecue, a pizza regionale. Those are my spots. And if you're ever in town in Syracuse, you got to get a loaf from Columbus Bakery. But chicken riggies are such an upstate dish. That was uh, my father's favorite dish. And I had to have it. You know, my dad loved like sausage and peppers and chicken riggies and veal parmesan, even though I yelled at him every time he fucking ordered it. But yeah, shout out, Sully315, I see you. Um, The place is Brian's Landing. And uh, thank you for saying hi. Brian, Brian D. Last. Have you ever injured a man's wiener during any sexual acts? (laughs) I have. There hasn't been full-on casualties, but there's definitely been some prisoners of war. Can we take a moment of silence for all the dicks I've injured in sex? Godspeed. I hope you guys have found some peace and I didn't mean to leave your peace in pieces, but you know, <laughs> I do Kegels. Um, yes, I, it's happened a couple times. You know, sometimes you bounce off of one and you catch air and you don't come back down nice and neat and that I guess that can hurt and I'm sorry for everybody who I ever did that too. I have a lot of energy and I'm athletic. You know, it's not my fault that your dick isn't long enough to stay inside of me. These are things we all have to work on in life. <laughs> I think I may have hurt a couple other people, but not intentionally. And I hope that they've all healed well. You know, I hope the dick cast came off and it wasn't too broken. Uh, Will Bond. Petty ways to piss off nosy neighbors. Walk around naked with your windows open. Don't be petty. Go for bold. Dick out drinking your coffee. Giving them a little thumbs up. How you doing? Good morning. Open your windows and do downward facing dog with your asshole facing the window. See how they like it. Oh, you want to be nosy? Cheryl? Well, here's my perineum. Happy Saturday to you. I hope the baby showers going well. Why didn't I get a fucking invite? Uh, (laughs) Eliza La. My dog kicks after he poops. My psychiatrist thinks my dog's embarrassed. I think he's happy help. Dogs sometimes kick after they poop and uh, sometimes they're doing that to cover the scent. Sometimes they're doing that to spread the scent. It depends on what they want, and what they're trying to accomplish. If they're trying to hide, they're gonna cover the scent. If they're trying to let other motherfuckers know they're in town, they're gonna be tossing that shit around. Other times, they're just crazy and happy. I think you're overthinking life. Don't worry about what your dog's thinking when he shits. um Just enjoy the fact that you have a dog and you're going for a walk. <laughs> you should s- s- change your weed. Oh God, what the fuck is Chaplin thinking? He's shitting, and I'm wondering what he's thinking. That's hilarious that you're worried about it. Ryan Fitzgerald 603. Why did she write me these long heartfelt letters and then cheat on me? Damn. Cause she's human because she wants love because she knows she's, des- she deserves it, but she doesn't believe it a hundred percent yet because someone gave her hope one day and because someone broke her heart and, Because she thinks she wants it. And then she doesn't know how to get it or to keep it because someone walked out on her because she never learned to count on herself because of so many reasons. Does not mean that she didn't love you? But it also means that she doesn't understand what love is. And you dodged a bullet, homie, you know, and it's not that her words didn't mean anything. And it's not that her words were honest, but, She wasn't honest with herself. And so hopefully it wasn't your brother. Hopefully you learned why you're attracting this type of person. And hopefully you're rebuilding the part of you that is attracting that type of person. So that you can attract somebody who's not going to cheat on you. And write fucking long ass heartfelt letters. Oh I would love to read one. I really would. I really would love to read one. For some reason I'm picturing like Elizabethan writing. Like a weird calligraphy. And it sounding like words like morrow and um, the, the, you know, of nights past those types of phrases and therefore are used in the letter. So I, I really need to see it. I'm going to need to see a letter. So please email it to Jesse may Peluso comedy at gmail.com. Kevin nett, Okay. So we know girls fart, but what about the myth that they poop? <laughs> no. We don't poop. Are you serious, Clark? Are you out of your mind? We don't poop. You're silly. You're absolutely silly. That's not even a thing. Never, 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 never do we poop. Especially if we're staying at Brad Pitt's house, we don't poop. Um, There's ways to poop without allowing somebody to know that you've pooped. And it's hard. It's hard. I described it in Girl Code. We did a whole like how to poop at somebody else's house. And that was my idea for a segment. <laughs> and we did that. And there's there's three steps, really. There's screaming children. I don't know if you guys can hear them. I sure as hell paid enough for a microphone to not pick up screaming children in the background. But if you can, I won't apologize because it's still quarantine. And you guys should know. This is just how it goes now. Um, step one. You're going to want to lay down a couple sheets of paper in the bath, in the, t- in the tub. No, not <laughs> what in the toilet, some toilet paper in the toilet. Cause you cover any evidence going down into the toilet. Next. You're going to want to spray it with poopery. We're not sponsored. They should sponsor the podcast because I am like the best ambassador for a fresh ass situation. You're going to want to spritz poopery. It works before you poop. These are two things you do before you poop, lay down the paper, Spritz the poopery, sit down, and you're going to want to give one courteous squirt to the air and a flush as we're doing our deed, and then one more spritz in the toilet and make sure there's no remnants, and hopefully you get a second date. If not, you probably ate something that you shouldn't have, and it disagreed with your gut, and you did this to us. You did this to us, Becky. Why are you pooping at his house? First date? No, you're going to go down the hall. By no means... anywhere what was that noise Ah, ah, ah. by no means should you be shitting at a guy's house you have to figure out where to shit before you can get to his house but if if you get stuck and you have to shit at his house use my steps also run the water definitely run the water and um talk to yourself so that he can't hear anything my worst nightmare is just being in the bathroom and for some reason it's always that thing where everything's quiet and then it's like Why did everybody stop talking when my asshole had something to say? You guys have been loud this whole time. Nobody could have asked a question when my asshole made itself, made its presence known. So no, we don't poop. We don't. But you guys did call into the podcast. If you want to call in and have your question or word of, your comment, whatever it is, if you want to have that played on the pod, you can call us at 513-916-0930. I probably should vet these before we set them up to play on the podcast but you know I, i'm i'm a risk taker let's see what this person has to say right okay iphone hey just May, how you doing uh my name is jeffrey the only reason i'm calling is uh i'm watching uh the, the podcast where you was on joe rogan i don't know maybe a couple of months ago and i really don't know much about you but this podcast is killer it, it, it's another great one of course most of his are but uh you're funny as hell man and uh see, you got a new fan no matter what and uh if you're ever uh on any, in any shows in ohio or anything like that I, I, I you know i definitely like to come see you but anyways i just want to say great uh great podcast uh like to find out more you know maybe Hooking to your podcast, The Sharp Tongue. You're, uh, I just want to say you're funny as hell, and uh, I'm really enjoying uh, watching this. And uh, I know it's a couple months old, so I don't know what you're doing now. But uh, you're good people, and I just want to say that. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Jeff. You trying to fuck. No, thank you so much. You sound like a thick daddy. And I don't know if you know about Rats 2022, but that's all I'm accepting into my life. And I know most, most people are like, rats? ill, why would you want rats in your life? I'm not talking about rodents. I'm talking about rich and thick singles. So if you are a rat, please call me, 513-916-0930, and let me know why you'd be a good rat to have in my life. Rats. They're not just at your feet. They're at your heart as well. Um, that's thats what I'm into when you sound like a rat, sir. And I mean that with all intents and purposes of seeing if you are, in fact, a rich and thick single. Let's see what else we have here. Oh, this one looks ridiculous. Hey, Jesse, this is Bill Brown. I was wondering if I could get on the podcast or whatever. Uh, get back on holding me at uh, 810. This guy wants to be on the podcast. I don't know if you understood the assignment, but he thinks that I'm having people call to be guests on the podcast. His his name's Obama. Well, if you, you don't sound like the real Obama, so it's gonna be a hard pass, sir. It's gonna be a hard pass. Um, let's see what else we have here. Transcription not available. Scary. Okay, so you guys are butt dialing me? Is that what's happening? We're getting butt dials and people who want to promote their rap CDs. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Another person. Oh, it looks like another phone number left. Hey, this is uh, Bill Bong. Trying to get a call back about... It's Bill Bong! I'll come up with a question to ask or whatever. So um, you stick with me. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye. Oh my God, Debbie, it's Bill Bong. <laughs> if you guys don't know, we put out like a Carmen San Diego, where in the world is Bill Bong bat signal? Because he was a fan from a while ago. Oh my God, that's so funny. It's Bill Bong. If you guys used to watch when I had Weeds Day on, on Facebook, now it's on Instagram uh my weekly live broadcast where we raise awareness for Alzheimer's while also smoking some cannabis. Bill Bong has been a fan for a hot minute and he just went MIA. And Debbie and I for the longest time are like, where the fuck is Bill Bong? There it's Bill Bong, Deb. Yeah, this is Bill Bong. Right? <laughs> it's Bill Bong called me like four fucking times. It wasn't Obama. hey jesse this is bill bong it was not obama's bill bong oh what a great day what up bill bong nice to see you. i'm glad you're alive bud thanks for calling into the pod we'll get deb to coordinate with you okay let's see what else we got hey, yeah, bill bong. <laughs> it's okay so bill bong called a thousand times <laughs> i am fucking dead oh my god that is so funny hey bill bong thank you for calling Um, we definitely are gonna have to figure out (laughs) where you went, why you went. So MIA, you know, and thank you guys for your questions. If you asked a question, didn't get answered. Don't feel bad. You know, we can't get to everybody. We do get a lot of inquiries and you know, everyone looks for advice out there. Even myself, I'm always looking for advice. That's the way you grow. You know, I, I like to align myself with, um, thought leaders and and people who are doing amazing things in their field, I like to educate myself that's why I have the people I have on my podcast and why I befriend the people I befriend because I'm always into growing and i and I really respect people who are killing the game in their own industry and who are generous. It's a very rare quality, so the people in my life reflect that. The friends I have in my life are reflective of those qualities that that I'm attracted to and and also qualities that will help me. I think become a more self-aware individual and it's a lot of work and it's hard to look at yourself and go, fuck, damn, this is how I occurred. I said this, I looked like this. It's so hard, but every moment is an opportunity to show up a little better than you were before. I think we have to stop competing with people we don't know or even people we do know and start competing with ourselves a little bit more. That's where David Goggins is so amazing because that's the motherfucker's just competing with himself. And I think it's so healthy. I just think we also need some rest and naps. I'm not saying be a sloth, but I think there's... I don't think I know there is science in recovery and science in rest. And I just think that it's also, you know, it's really important for us to to realize how we occur and to evolve. To to stay the same is so exhausting, isn't it? Aren't you fucking tired of being miserable? Aren't you tired of of being in the same job if you're just fucking sick of whatever you're sick of change that shit man life is way too short to be miserable oh it's easy for you to say you're entitled i've been through a lot of shit nothing's been handed to me except for some unfortunate penises in my life gently on a platter it's the way a lady likes it But the rest of it had to work for and and the other thing that is true as well a lot of people are like I did this on my own. I I got here on my own. No, you didn't. No, you, no one made you a sandwich today. You didn't buy food. You didn't go to a place and somebody made you a hot meal. You didn't um, call on a friend or, you know, no, no one did anything for you today. I think we get a little entitled with our own lives and, and we become a little ungrateful and, and we start to expect certain things because we get them and we don't realize how fortunate we are to have them in our life. So I'm fortunate for you guys. Thank you guys so much every week for listening. I appreciate you. And we are going to be doing a grief survival guide episode. I owe you one. It's, it'll be a, a big one, a bigger one, at least in an you know, accumulation of everything that I've learned thus far. And if you guys have guests who you'd like to see, email us jessiemapeluso comedy at gmail.com also we're starting to post on the patreon page again because your girl's feeling full of energy and back to herself well not back to herself but to who she is now who i am now and uh, on the other side of losing everybody you know see that's that's language it's limiting I've, I've lost my mom and dad but i have my sister and i'm very grateful for that even though the bitch drives me nuts and i drive her nuts but hey sisters sisters i um i appreciate you guys so much um we are posting on the patreon page every week now so go to patreon.com forward slash jesse may peluso i think it is i should know this it's in the show notes and we have sponsors every week now so it's very very exciting thank you guys so much i couldn't do this without you we have an announcement coming soon that we're going to be making probably in mid-february about the podcast so it's very exciting And if you guys haven't already, make sure you binge my show, Tattoo Redo on Netflix. I'm sure most of you have binged it. But if you haven't, check it out. It's very bingeable and fun. And I actually get a tattoo at the end of the show that is very special to me. So, And that show is a very special experience because that was a time that I was losing my mom and had to sort of keep it together to be able to show up for the show and, and, and my cast. So thank you guys so much for all of your support during everything that i've been through and through this podcast i think this is the 300th episode we've been downloaded like two million times almost two million times it's it's fucking awesome thank you guys so much i really appreciate you i honestly can't do it without you i do it for you and thank you guys this has been another dr p episode there'll be more with guests and stuff talking about death don't forget to send me your um solution or answer to where you think we go when we die Blueso comedy at gmail thank you guys love you love yourself bye brad hey dave seeking the truth never gets old